2: Hey, DJs, let's talk about OddsJam. Developed by Stanford Engineers, OddsJam is an innovative solution designed to identify odds that make you the winner every single time. They have the fastest real-time data to spot discrepancies between different sports books and help users place risk-free bets. Yeah, I said it. Risk-free bets. Profits average 3% every day which adds up to big earnings there's no catch just the smartest betting software on the market beat the book
0: every time with odds jam
1: absolute sports betting degeneracy hey
0: everybody arch here and it is wednesday morning weird weird time but uh you know it's a weird week what's going on randall
3: oh not a lot uh gearing up for thanksgiving we've got the uh three games in the nfl for uh for thanksgiving not sure that uh any of them are going to to be worth watching maybe uh saints bills can uh <laughs> can end the day for us on a positive note i think the other two um could be absolutely horrendous um but yeah we'll see i think it's time to uh it's time to get the lions off of uh off of thanksgiving games it's I tradition think.
0: it's oh, tradition randall <laughs>
3: Well, so sometimes traditions uh need to go by the wayside. <laughs> not not all traditions are good.
0: I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh so for those of you that don't know, Randall is uh he's an odds jam man. He works for the Odds Jam. What's your title over there again?
3: Yeah, so I'm the uh head of customer success. I I do some content for our YouTube channel. Yeah. And uh then I also, you know, reach out to to customers, make sure that uh, you know, everything's good on their end. If they've got any questions, uh, answer, answer those questions for them and, uh, you know, just continue to, uh, grow and, uh, get feedback from customers to, to help improve our product. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely a great product. Uh, if you're into sports mm-hmm. betting, um, you know, e- even if you, you know, are not, uh, are not a subscriber and then, you know, you don't have a, a subscription with us, you can use that odds page, uh, compare, you know, odds, um, get the best number we've talked about that before you know if you if you can bet minus three minus 110 why would you bet minus three minus 120 right, right um so it's uh yeah it's a great tool um you know and the paid side is is even better as well so it's uh, a lot of good things going on at odds jam and uh excited to be a part of the team yeah man it's a
0: it's a great product i love it i, I endorse it so much <laughs> all right so uh last week how'd you end up doing
3: Yeah. So last week uh, with what we talked about uh, ended up going two and two Uh, the Vikings and the Texans um, were the two winners. I actually, I woke up on Sunday. I do this every week in the NFL. Um, I never usually lock anything early, uh, lock in anything early, unless I just feel really, really strongly about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I woke up Sunday morning. I had a bad feeling about the saints. I had a bad feeling about the Panthers, just kind of a gut um, instincts. So I ended up, I passed on those. Um, I ended up only betting the Vikings and the Texans. So from a, you know, personal standpoint, it was great, uh, for the show two and two, uh, the Vikings, you know, won their game against green Bay. I said last week that, you know, the Vikings I thought had some value, um, to win the NFC North. I believe, uh, that number was 10 to one, Yeah, uh, whenever yeah. we talked about it. Um, you know, I also said that I felt the, the packers were going to lose uh two games in a row and i'm kind of you know standing by that um we'll talk about that game here here in just a little bit but uh you know for those of you that grabbed the vikings uh last week 10 to 1 it's down to uh, plus 650 so <laughs> you know not to not to say that it's a winning bet but you know we definitely we got all of the value there um the vikings you know will play San Francisco this week on the road. Um, San Francisco's been red hot. I mean, just, you know, it took a, it to the Rams. Is it a mirage? Took it to the Jags.
0: Is it a bit of a mirage with San Francisco? I kind of feel like it might be. Just a little yeah,
3: bit. I, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, definitely uh, definitely could be. So, you know, that's an interesting game. Uh, it's definitely one I I lean to the Vikings, but I'm not sure that you can take the Vikings after they beat the Packers. Um, right. You know, and that, that was kind of my you know, my thought on Sunday with the Panthers and, and you, you alluded to this last week, whenever we, we talked on the show, you know, is, you know, everybody excited about cam. And, you know, I think that that was a a great point. Um, you know, I thought the public would maybe be more so on Washington, but I think that by game time, it was probably just the opposite. And it seemed like, uh, you know, I said, you know, I wish PJ Walker was the starter. And <laughs> you did, yeah. <laughs> I, I, honestly, and until he is, I'm not sure that uh, I'm not sure that I can go back down the the path of of taking Carolina. And you know, the Saints just uh, again talked about this on the show as well. They do not do well against uh, running quarterbacks and Jalen hurts three rushing touchdowns. Mm. So, (laughs) you know, one of them was on the goal line, just a a QB sneak, but I mean, he pretty well, he pretty well torched them. I mean, the saints run defense that was supposed to be so solid and and had been really all year. I mean, the Eagles ran for, I believe, 240 plus yards. So yeah, it was uh, it was not good. Um, So yeah, I mean, two teams, going in the wrong direction for Thanksgiving with the saints and the bills. I know I'm kind of all over the place here, but oh, it's okay. that's a, that's an interesting game. Um, I really had hoped that the bills blew out, uh, the Colts instead of the reversal. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was hoping that the saints, you know, once they lost, you know, or it looked like they were going to lose, was hoping that the bills could maybe make a comeback and have a strong play on the saints, but yeah, we'll, uh, we can get into those, Let's do it. those three Thanksgiving games.
0: It, you like to look for patterns. You like to look for, you know, almost behavioral patterns sometimes. Is there any kind of correlation between, you know, playing on the road on Thanksgiving or being at home? Is there any kind of, have you detected any kind of relationship there?
3: Yeah. I mean, I've not really picked up on anything, you know, over the years, I mean, I will say just from a betting, you know, standpoint, and and I talked about this last week that, you know, I, you know, I'm basically going to be on the side of the sports books and I've noticed for years, for whatever reason, the public really seems to do well on Thanksgiving. Um, I'm not sure why that is, but I've definitely noticed that trend. Um, you know, not saying to run out and, and blindly bet, you know, all of the public teams, um, you know, on Thanksgiving, but that that's kind of the one trend that I have picked on, uh, picked up on, um, is the public tends to, to do well, um, on Thanksgiving for whatever reason. And, you know, you would assume that, you know, in looking at these Thanksgiving games, I mean, Dallas has, you know, been the home team for years. Um, Detroit has been awful for years, <laughs> yeah, right. um, you know, so maybe the correlation with Dallas being at home, you know, there creates, it creates an edge for them. Detroit. You know, it doesn't matter. They're a dumpster fire anyway. So, home road, um, fade them every week, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I haven't picked up on a train okay. as far as home road goes. But I think that, you know, there could be, there could be something there. I mean, you definitely could see some correlation with, you know, teams traveling around the holidays and that sort of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, what do we like Thursday? What are we looking at?
3: Yeah. I mean, you know, in the first game, Chicago Detroit, I mean, you've got Tim Boyle uh, starting for, um the lions it appears maybe maybe uh, an
0: upgrade maybe an upgrade to <laughs> <a> quarterback
3: <laughs> maybe may an upgrade i mean i actually had to uh to look him up uh <laughs> played college football at uh connecticut and eastern kentucky so um you know very uh very unknown um andy dalton looks to be the uh looks to be the starter for the bears and that game's very interesting to me you've got uh you know some some news swirling with you know, I saw yesterday that Matt Nagy was, you know, supposedly going to be fired, um, you know, after, after this game, I'm not sure really, you know, the validity of that report. Um, It was kind of being reported, you know, yesterday in some different outlets, um, not, you know, credible sources, but, you know, with that rumor swirling, you know, and if there is some credibility to it, I mean, I would worry about, you know, the bears potentially, you know, having quit on Nagy. Um, but I mean, who wants to take the lions? Um, so, (laughs) you know, that game to me, you know, has to probably be a total pass. Um, you know, Thanksgiving games, obviously it's Thanksgiving. You're, you know, you're with your family. Everybody wants to, uh, you want to bet on the games you're watching. Um, you know, I, I don't like to just bet on games because so, um, you know, this is probably not a game that, that I'm going to bet. Mm. Um, you know, just looking at the total here. Um, you know, on odds jam, it looks like, you know, the totals 42 kind of across the board, 41 and a half in some spots. Yeah. I mean, I would think you would have to lean to the under mm-hmm. with, with how poorly, you know, both of these teams perform offensively. Um, but I'm one of the worst NFL totals better. So maybe, <laughs> uh, maybe you should bet the over. Um, yeah. So in, the, in that first game, uh, I mean, I've got, I really do. I don't have anything, um, you know, concrete that I, that I really like, um, you know, the second game Raiders and and Cowboys. I mean, again, who, who's betting, who's betting the Raiders in this spot? Um, you know, this might be one game that I do, um, you know, dabble in maybe either live, maybe even, even pregame, uh, the Raiders are in a spot. We, we've talked about this before, uh, as well, where they're playing a road game, um, are uh, they're playing a road game on turf in between home games um and the Raiders are actually 0 and 19 all time in this spot i think that some of that probably goes back to when they played at the Coliseum, you know on the dirt field um it, so I, I don't know how worthy that is but i will tell you that they're 0 and 2 this year in this spot so um you know and, and I, it's hard to believe that they're not going to be 0 and 3 Um, after this game and it's just going to be a matter of does Dallas you know cover the number of seven and a half so um, I think it's been bet down to seven you know seven is seven and a half was you know a solid number from a value standpoint Um, you know in the NFL seven and a half is a great number um, to grab but I mean I I want no part of the Raiders in this game Um, you know I could see I could see Dallas you know Absolutely blowing them out. I could actually see, you know, a Dallas blowout and then uh, Dallas actually is on the road at the saints the following week. So, you know, maybe Dallas blows them out, maybe the saints uh, lose. And, you know, that would definitely be a spot that I'd be looking to take the saints um, the following the following Thursday. But man, I mean, we've got to get Taysom Hill in the game. Uh, I'm not sure. (laughs) We just paid him some more money this week, huge contract extension. And, and he's not in the game. So yeah, I mean in that game, you know, Dallas minus seven and a half, minus seven. Um, it looks like minus seven, minus one eighteen on Barstool is uh is the best number you can get if you're wanting to take Dallas uh minus the seven. But you know, I really don't think the points will matter here. Um, you know, Dallas probably by by two touchdowns or more, I would think, I think this game has the potential to uh to get ugly.
0: Especially after um, Dallas got humiliated.
3: Kansas City yeah, yeah absolutely I mean what they score six points yeah nine points pathetic um, yeah 19 to nine I believe the score was so yeah I mean that's a great great point you bring up um you know anytime a team's embarrassed you know you look to get a, a big effort out of them the next week and and Dallas has the the firepower to do that and the Raiders have the uh you know, the bad defense to, uh, <laughs> to facilitate to that. Yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. Absolutely. You
0: mentioned you might be live betting that one. What, so you got a gut instinct about what you're looking for. What are you looking for to, to, to trigger a live bet?
3: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, if, if the Raiders, you know, were to get the ball first, um, go down and score, you know, take Dallas, you know, at a better number, um, mm-hmm. than maybe, you know, what you, what you could have gotten. Um, you know, that would really probably be the only instance would be if the Raiders were able to score first. Um, okay. you know, field field goal or touchdown. Um, you know, I think it some value would would be created on uh on Dallas in that particular instance. Okay.
0: Just want to know what you were looking for.
3: Yeah, yep.
0: All right. Well, what about the the night game?
3: Yeah, so, you know, Saints Bills, um, you know, this line I was actually looking, you know, at my notes um last night. This line over the summer was uh oh my goodness it's up to six now i was not aware um so this line over the summer was was new orleans minus three um you know obviously that was with Jameis. you know as the quarterback um and and it is a huge drop off with Simeon. i mean there's no there's no debating that um you know he, he looks absolutely lost out there um but i mean i you know this line open you know, I, I think I saw somewhere it opened Buffalo two and a half, three mm. bet up to four, four and a half immediately. And now, I mean, we're talking Buffalo minus five and a half, six. Um, you know, I think the narrative is, you know, this Buffalo team is, is really good. And, you know, they, they were embarrassed too against the Colts um, mm. at home. Um, but you know, I don't know this, this is a game where, you know, I think the Saints back at home, you know, two road games back at home. Uh, It's Drew Brees night. They're going to honor Drew Brees at halftime. I think that, you know, the stadium will be rocking. I don't know. You know, I'd rather see Simeon over – or I'm sorry, I'd rather see Hill over Simeon. Um, I'd probably have to look at the Saints in this game uh, plus the six. Um, I, I think, honestly, in this game, this is probably either Saints outright or. Buffalo just runs them out. Um you know, and there are some games like that. I've never actually uh I've never done it before, but there have been games in the NFL where, you know, I say, you know, in a spot like this, you know, Buffalo take Buffalo minus 13 and a half plus 225 and come back and take the Saints money line, you know, plus uh you know, plus 225 and, you know, one of them probably hits. So you know i've never actually done that but you know more often than not it, it seems when i have a read like that on the game you know i think that like i said this this could get ugly buffalo could run them out or or the saints win i'd say the points are probably irrelevant um in this game given out that suggestion now it'll probably be uh saints lose by 3 and <laughs> plus 6 is a winner but you know there are games you know like i have said that uh you know i um you know, have found in the past that, you know, you bet an alternate line or you bet the money line and, and it pays out. So it can be risky. Like I said, you can obviously lose both, but just, uh you know, just something to, uh just something to throw out there. Yeah, absolutely. Guess
2: who's back, back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right. DJens. proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie
0: All right, so moving away from Thursday, do you, which I don't think you were fond of any of the games. Are there any games Sunday you're fond of?
3: Um yeah, so you know, Sunday, you know, there are quite a few, or quite a few, I'd say. There's uh there's four games that I'm looking at, and you know, I'm gonna talk about all of these and you know, my mind may may change Sunday morning like it did uh yeah. last Sunday. But uh, you know, give my opinion on these nonetheless. Uh Rams, Packers probably the, uh, you know, the marquee game, at least in the afternoon slate, um, you know, that four twenty five window. Um, you know, I mentioned last week, I think the Packers lose two in a row. You know, I have no reason to change my mind. Um, they did not do anything in that Vikings game that, you know, would leave me to believe that they can't lose, you know, that they can, can't lose again. So, you know, in this game, I mean, Packers at home, Lambeau field, November cold, uh, Packers are only minus one. Um, very, uh, very interesting line here. Um, you know, with the Rams coming off the buy, maybe there's some, some value, you know, baked into that with, you know, maybe it's, maybe that's worth a point to the betting line. I'm not sure, but, uh, you know, the Rams are obviously embarrassed against the Niners. So the fact that the Packers are only minus one here, um, really, you know, it's very enticing if you want to bet the Packers. Um, This is also a revenge game for the Rams. Uh, If you remember last year, they traveled there in the playoffs Mm -hmm. and uh, you know, Green Bay, Green Bay took care of them. I was actually on uh, the Rams in that game. They ended up not covering um, the spread. So I think you've got some revenge here and you know, like I've mentioned uh, you know, embarrassed by the Niners on Monday night football back on national TV. Um, you know this will be a game it's probably i think it's America's game of the week um there in the afternoon slate so it's going to be one that people are tuning into and i Absolutely. think that um i think you get a big effort out of the rams here and like i said i said the packers were going to lose two in a row so you know i'm i'm definitely going to be on the rams in this game um uh, more than likely i mean I, like i said i can't imagine me changing my mind um you know on this particular game so uh, Rams, you know, plus one money line. Uh, I mean, taking the plus one with them, you know, the way the extra points are now in the NFL, you know, maybe <laughs> it's, maybe it's worth taking the plus one if if they miss a kick. Um, you know, it almost came into play or it looked like it was going to come into play last week uh, with, you know, Minnesota. They were down what 34, 33 and that line closed Minnesota plus one and a half. Yeah. Um, yeah it ended up, didn't matter, but you know point being i mean every point matters you know in the nfl and, and in all sports so right. um mason yeah, mason be, crosby's hoping
0: they don't notice that in the rams or the with the, with the packers
3: <laughs> yeah no kidding he uh man he has not been good this year so um i love that next play. play. Game. i
0: love that play the rams play like the rams. oh everyone's sleeping on the rams all of a sudden what they suck now yeah. all of a sudden everyone thinks they suck what what, what happened yeah that-
3: that's a great point. Um, you know, everybody was all over the Rams to start the year. Yeah. I mean, could not get enough of them. This team was Super Bowl bound. They were the Super Bowl favorites at one point. I mean, you know, they were they were it after two weeks, mm-hmm. you know, in the NFL. And now it's like totally abandoned them. So that's a great point you bring up. You know, now all of a sudden nobody wants a part of the Rams, yeah. um, which, you know, is the exact reason why I want every part of the Rams. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next game. Uh, Eagles, Giants, and, you know, probably if you listened last week, you probably already know where I'm going with this game. <laughs> um, you know, I, I do like the Giants in this spot uh, for a couple of reasons. You know, we talk about the embarrassment. I mean, I really think that was an embarrassment on Monday night. I mean, they did nothing offensively. Um, you know, they actually fired uh, Jason Garrett, uh, or as I yeah. like to call him, the clapper, uh, <laughs> fired him yesterday. And any time an offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, head coach is fired in the NFL or in any professional sport, uh, head coach is fired. I love to bet them the next week. Oh yeah, um, yeah. The, the new coach. You know, bump. That's yeah, yeah. That's kind of the new. Uh, you know, that's probably a trend that's very, very well known. But that's definitely one of my favorites. And you know, I mentioned last week, Eagles are are a sharp bet team, and the sharps love to bet the Eagles and. With this line being three and a half, I really think um, that the professionals will lay this number simply because it's, you know, I mean, normally professionals, you know, like to, to take good numbers, you know, Eagles minus three. But I think from a, you know, sharp, better standpoint, I mean, I've made this mistake before and, you know, you try to, you try to spot these particular type of games. Um, I think this is a game where a sharp better sees three and a half and thinks that, you know, a majority of people are going to take that plus three and a half. But I think, I think it's probably just the opposite. I think you see the sharps really lay this number, uh, the three, the three and a half. And, you know, I would refer to this game as maybe a sharp trap, um, oh. that this game maybe traps some sharp betters. And I, and I've been on that side before, I mean, I've laid three and a half in the spot and when I go back and look at it, I, I think, man, that was, you know, that definitely wasn't the place. So, I mean, this giants team is bad. I mean, there's, there's no way, way around that, but I think, you know, this offense maybe, maybe opens up. And I think, uh, the giants plus the three and a half have, uh, have some definite value here.
0: I like it. I like it. I got burned by betting the giants a few too many times this season. So,
3: yeah, I, <laughs> I have as well. It's, okay. uh, it's we're, we're in the same boat. So <laughs> if we're, if we're on them together on Sunday, hopefully, uh, hopefully it goes a little bit better. There but, we go. uh, hey. yeah, next game Colts bucks. Uh, this is probably the, you know, marquee matchup of the the noon slate, maybe outside of Titans Patriots, I think had the Titans won last week, um, which, you know, full disclosure, I warned all of you to, uh, avoid them in survivor. But, uh, you know, if the Titans would have won last week, I really think that this game would have been, you know, a little bit more, uh, I don't know, exciting is the word, but would have had a little more juice to it. Um, it, It's still, I think, Titans-Patriots going to be be a good game, but I think Colts-Bucks has uh, maybe surpassed that. And, you know, one of the trends that I look for, and and I talked about this on my very first uh, episode with you, was teams that play out-of-conference road games, um, and then they have a divisional road game, the next week. Um, and, and that's where the bucks are in this particular spot. Um, you know, the Colts have been playing very, very well here lately. I think that they make a run, um, at that AFC South. I think they're right on the heels of the Titans now and, uh, you know, have a chance to, to catch them. Uh, Titans probably lose to new England. I really think the Colts will win this game. Uh, the bucks are coming off of, you know, kind of a statement game on Monday night football, where you know, they had lost two in a row and, you know, you knew you were going to get a big effort out of the Bucks and Brady. Um, so, you know, yeah, I'm definitely looking at the Colts here. I believe that number is two and a half. Uh, again, we've talked about that before. Who's not who's not laying, you know, Super Bowl champs minus two and a half. You know, Bucks are back. I mean, this Bucks pass defense is, it's, it's atrocious. Um, you know, they have a ton of injuries. So, I mean, that doesn't help. Um, you know, on that side of the ball at that position. But, yeah, I mean, the Colts have looked good. I mean, Jonathan Taylor, um, you know, five touchdowns last week. Um, you know, this Bucks defense obviously is, you know, known for, for stopping the run. But, I mean, this Colts team has just been running the ball um, very, very well. And, you know, I think if they can kind of establish that running game and not abandon it, um, it's going to set up some some good shots for for Carson Wentz to take down the field, and uh, yeah, I think the Bucks. Uh, I think they lose this game. Uh, Colts plus two and a half, plus three, um, is definitely something that uh, that I'll be looking at, you know, come come Sunday, and then probably as of right now, um, looking at the Colts is probably my play of the week. Oh. Um so,
0: you're you're spoiling your Twitter question, man.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I am. I, I spoiled uh I spoiled that. It, it's subject to change. Uh okay. you know, last week last week I, w- I was debating hard between Texans and Vikings. Um yeah. those were my two two top. I ended up going with the Texans uh So yeah, I mean, you know, honestly, these four games, I mean, who knows. Sunday Sunday morning, Saturday night, I may Flip the script, but the Colts, uh, Colts seem to be seem to be the one. Something else. Um,
0: that perception that you can't run against Tampa Bay, I think, is fallacious, man. I, I really think you can. I don't think they're the best, but I think you can run against Tampa Bay. I I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't see the Colts deviating from their game plan a whole lot because they can be ran on.
3: Yeah, no, you're, you're right. I mean, I think that that may be, you know, something that is just a narrative that's been produced by the media. Uh, I mean, it's definitely something you hear every week, you know, how solid this Bucks run D is, but I mean, really have the Bucks gone up against anybody that has a solid run game Mm -hmm. yet? I mean, you know, I sure, maybe you could argue the giants with Barkley, but I mean, the offensive line's so bad that, I mean, you know, what holes are they creating for, for Barkley? So, um, yeah, I I agree. I think this is a, a lineup and, you know, run it down your throat or at least try to you know, dictate the way you want to play the game. Um, I mean, the under could definitely be, be worth a look in this game. Again, I'm not even sure why I'm mentioning that (laughs) as the, uh, as the horrible uh, NFL total better that I am. But, um, you know, this total on this game here um, looks like it is, is 53. And, and, you know, I'd be curious to see what that total was. If the, if the Colts didn't just absolutely destroy um, Buffalo last week. I think that this number is probably just a tad bit inflated. Yeah. Um, so, you know, with that said, it's probably, you know, a 35 31 type game and it sails over the total, but (laughs) I think, uh, I think the under 53, you know, could be worth a look as well. Okay. Um, in this spot, I, I think if the Colts win, I think it has to go under, um, you know, and of course that may sound silly after they, you know, put up 40 plus last week against the bills. But I think this is a game where they're going to have to really dictate, you know, the flow of this game, right?
0: You don't want to just get in a shootout with Brady,
3: right? No, yeah. nah, absolutely. Absolutely not. So, you know, and then the last, uh, last game of the week, uh, Bengals Steelers, um, this is a game that I've had circled since the beginning of the year, not as high on it as I was, um, you know, maybe prior to the start of the year, uh, simply because the Bengals beat the Steelers, um, you know, week two, I believe it was. So the Steelers have a little bit of revenge, I think in this spot, but you know, one thing I look at teams who play a Sunday night football game across the country on the West coast and have to travel back to the East coast. Um, you know, I generally look to fade them, especially if they play on the road the following week at noon. I know that's a lot to digest, but you know, a team late game, back across the country to the East coast and then on the road again, the following week at noon, just a very tough spot, um, to be in. You you factor in Thanksgiving, um, you know, kind of a shorter week with that travel. Um, and you know, now you're on the road at the Bengals. Um, you know, I looked at this line and I, I almost fell out of my chair whenever I saw it. I mean, Bengals minus four and a half. I mean, in what world are we living in where the Bengals are minus four and a half to the Pittsburgh Steelers? I mean, I, to me, this this line just just tells me that the Bengals just absolutely destroy them. Um I think that this is a blowout. I will say, like I said, my hesitation is the fact that the Steelers have some revenge on their mind. Mm-hmm. But I mean this, this Steelers defense, I mean it's <laughs> it's line up and, and do what you want, uh, you know, pretty well as we saw Sunday night with uh with Justin Herbert and the Chargers and you know, I think Burrow has has the potential to you know, really really do whatever he wants against this Pittsburgh defense. So I'm gonna be looking at the Bengals here. Um I would love to see this number get down to three. I really don't think we do. Uh the fact that it's four and a half is is very, very telling in my opinion as far as, you know, what's actually going to happen. Um, you know, again, talked about this at, at great lengths, but I think, you know, the public is I mean the Steelers are obviously a very public team. Right. You know, I think that people People will be jumping to bet them, and you know, just looking here, the look-ahead line over the summer was Steelers minus three. So I mean, this is split, you know, a, a full, you know, what seven and a half points. Mm, yeah. Um, you know, that's that's a lot. Uh, that's a that's a big move. And you know, obviously, there's been some some injuries with the Steelers, um, you know, that warrant some of that line movement, but. I mean, with, with such a big move like that, I mean, I think I've got to, uh, I've got to take the Bengals in this spot. I like it.
0: I like it. And that's one narrative that seems, seems to be holding up is that big Ben is just, he might be done. He's done. Right.
3: Yeah. I, I, I think he's done. I mean, what was very interesting was, uh, that line actually, you know, um, you know, it actually, when he was announced that he was playing, it went from five and a half to six and a half. It's like they, it, <laughs> the, uh, he was downgraded, you know, or the Steelers were downgraded with him starting. So I don't know. I don't know if that was, you know, a line move based on money, but that was interesting that it went five and a half to six and a half. Um, You know, once he was named the starter, obviously they covered the spread. So pretty irrelevant point, but, but
0: interesting. (laughs) Very. All right. Uh, You wanted to talk a little CFL as well.
3: Yeah. So, you know, you've got the CFL playoffs this week. Um, you know I know it's not uh I don't think it's as popular in Canada as hockey is. No, um, I don't think I know anything, down here
0: anything is as popular
3: <laughs> yeah, and, and down here in the states it's not uh it's not super popular um i've got a uh, I've got a good group of friends that you know watch uh we'll watch some games here and there, um, but you know you've got the playoffs starting this uh this weekend, and you know Calgary Saskatchewan, they're playing the the second game on Sunday. Um, you know, this, this was uh split this year. Uh, Calgary went two and one against, uh, Saskatchewan. I think they played each other three times in like a five week stretch. So, um, Saskatchewan ended up, they got him in the third game after, after losing the first two and actually, uh, Pajardo had never beaten, um, had never beaten Calgary. So he ended up, uh, he got the win, uh, in that third, third game against them. Um I looked at this line, I believe saskatchewan's minus three um I'm not really sure how I feel about uh this game as far as you know betting goes the total's forty four and a half um would probably have to lean to calgary um in this spot just based on the struggles that fajardo seems to have against uh against calgary um throughout his uh, tenure in the c f l um but it's probably not a game that I'm going to bet um the other game that that really interests me is Montreal and Hamilton. Um, There still is not a line on this game as, as we're doing this. I've been looking all morning, trying to, to find a line. Uh, When I saw that this was going to be the matchup, I was extremely excited. I've kind of had a feeling all year about this Montreal team, you know, that they can maybe, uh, you know, make a run at the gray cup and, you know, I'm assuming this line will probably be Montreal plus three and a half, maybe plus four and a half. Um, they split their, their season series. They, they both each won a game. Um, I actually grabbed a piece of Montreal um, on Fanduel, 15 to one uh, to win the great cup. And, you know, for those of you that are not familiar with the CFL um, you know, the winner of this game moves on to the, to the finals uh, you know, the East finals. So um. Oh, it is four and a half. Well, how about it? There you go. I see. Uh, I see you've got that pulled up. So yeah, nailed that number. Um, <laughs> you know, I think I think Montreal plus four and a half is definitely a good spot. Like I said, I I, I took um, you know I took them uh, fifteen to one to win the Grey Cup. Like I was saying, if they if they get past uh, if they get past this game, they're one game away from the Grey Cup. They'll play the Argos in the uh, in the East final, um, and they actually they beat the Argos pretty handily, uh, very, very recently. So looking at the Montreal in this spot, I've got the future on them as well. I can see that, uh, it looks like Saskatchewan's down to minus one and a half. Mm-hmm. So that three has definitely been, uh, been taken by the, uh, by the betters, uh, with Calgary. And, and I can definitely, definitely see why, um, it definitely makes, uh, makes sense there. But, um, are you able, do you have futures on, uh, on that page, just uh, curious if if they're offering a futures market.
0: I have um, I have it on a different page. One sec, I will show you. So I know ooh, this makes for great uh, audio listening. Let's see here.
3: <laughs> yeah, just just there curious I, I feel like uh, I feel like I got a great number with Montreal, so twelve to one on uh, on B win. So yeah, it's uh, you know I, I think that that if Montreal, you know, obviously if they get past this game, they're obviously not going to be 12 to 1, 15 to 1, so I went ahead and and took that and and I'll be looking to uh I'll be looking to bet um you know, Montreal in this game plus the four and a half. I do have some reservations with Cornelius at quarterback. I would much rather see uh Vernon Adams, but you know, he's out out for the season with an injury, but if uh, if Montreal can get the run game going against Hamilton, um, and Hamilton's a tough place to play um, this time of the year, but if they can get that run game going, I think that uh, I think that they've got a chance to uh, to win this game.
0: All right, Randall, always good chatting with you, man. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Yeah, I uh, I appreciate you, you having me, and
3: you as well.
1: Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations.